When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. For Panther fans who want to keep pounding. For the ones who want an inside look at the vault. This is Views from Midstream. Now, here's your host, Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. You're listening to the Views from Midstream podcast, available where major podcasts are found on Spotify, on Stitcher, on Google Play, on Apple iTunes, or free on the Odyssey app. You can put the Odyssey app on your phone, on your digital devices, and every single time we drop a new episode, every Monday, every Wednesday, every Friday, it's going to go ping. Lonzo and Rob have a lot of smart things to say about the Panthers, and you should listen. It's not going to be that detailed of a message, but you get the point. You get the point. It could be. It might be. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's talk about this Robbie Anderson fiasco. Robbie Anderson, about midway through the game, was spotted sitting by himself on a Gatorade cooler, away from the wide receivers, away from the wide receiver coaches, with his baseball cap on, lean forward, a super relaxed, um, not involved post. And then Robbie Anderson had some more words for his wide receiver coach. And then Steve Wilkes had some words for him. Predominantly the words, get off of my field. You are not welcome here anymore. You are not part of this team for the remainder of the day. So Robbie Anderson got, uh, we'll say, ostracized, sent to the locker room. He got Antonio Brown off the field, off the team for the day. Steve Wilkes was having none of it, and he got sent back. He's like, hey, man, why don't you uh, why don't you take it to the locker room, dude? Why don't you go hit the showers, get yourself a nice little relaxing uh, uh, few minutes off, right? We got this. Well, Robbie Anderson on social media for the past 24 hours has been, and I understand, defending himself, right? In fact, uh, an NFL analyst put up a picture of Robbie after the first fight but before the second. The entire wide receiver core is sitting on the bench together. You got the wide receiver coaches in front of them. They got the tablets. They got the play sheets. They're kind of going over everything. They're kind of running up the new tactics, what they're going to shift up, et cetera, et cetera. And then there's Robbie sitting on a Gatorade cooler behind the rest of the team all by himself, just chilling, hanging out. And Robbie wrote back, he said, sorry, I didn't know I had assigned seating. I was just trying to stay in the zone, which is hilarious for a guy that ended the day with zero catches. But let's, for the sake of argument, say that it was the scheme and it wasn't the fact that Robbie wasn't trying 
Let's just say it was that for the sake of a discussion, right? Well, uh, I can't speak for everybody. I can't walk a mile in everybody's shoes. But what I can tell you is in situations where Rob Brown has been benched, whether it's been in athletics or in a professional setting, when Rob Brown gets benched, Rob Brown has a couple of things in the product in the protocols, in the process. Step one is, uh, <clears throat> why? Why am I benched, right? What did I do wrong? What did I not do well enough? Why am I benched? And then step two for Rob Brown is to figure out what Rob Brown could be doing better to not get benched again in the future. You know, talking to the people who made the decision, talking to the people that I was interacting with around the time the decision was get made, it was getting made to find out what happened, what went wrong, and how can I, you know, not do that again. I'll tell you what my reaction has never been. And again, I don't expect everybody to react like I do the same way I do. But when you get benched on a third down situation, when you are producing zero catches for zero yards on the day, and when your head coach and your wide receiver coach tell you, hey, shove off, go try something new, I'll tell you what Rob Brown's reaction has never been. It has been to isolate himself, to sulk, to disappear, and to refuse to communicate with the people who can make the situation better. You want to be a part of this team, Robbie, or do you not? Because the interaction that he had and the actions that he took during that game that he got booted from, Zoe, sure did make it seem to me like Robbie Anderson was perfectly fine being Robbie Anderson on his own off to the side. Not exactly the display that I want to see from a guy that wants to convince me that he's in the zone. All right, so my first thought, and this is this is just me. I don't expect anybody else to think this, but my first thought was that he was uh, overly gassy. And here's here's the thing: so when you're when you're when you're overly gassy, you uh you try to you try to separate yourself from you know from everyone else because you don't want them to have to suffer because you are. So that was my first thought. Obviously, that thought was wrong. Um, this was basically a pout fest. At least that's what it looked like. You're not using me. You're not playing me. You don't want me out there. He basically, basically, he Scotty Pippened himself. He he took himself out of it, walked over, and uh, considers himself, at least from the outside looking in, to be more important than probably what he is. And uh, so he isolated himself, and everything would have been okay. Um, is we would have took it as you know misunderstanding, you know, you know, heated in the. In the heat of battle, you guys are, are have some disagreements. You come back together later. I'm talking about he and his, his coach, and everything's fine. But no, he had to come back over, and he had to say something else. And whatever that something else was was enough for Steve Wilkes to go, okay, you're done. You know, we were talking about this on our show earlier today. And while I would actually accept – uh, coach, I had the poots, and I was trying not to damage anyone else's uh, uh, nasal cavity. I'm, I'm guessing the coach would accept that also. I would, I would accept that. Uh, that's not what it was. Robbie was unhappy. And, and listen, don't get me wrong, dude. I'm sure it's frustrating to be a wide receiver, to be a wide receiver who believes that you are amongst the best in the NFL, and let's call a spade a spade here. P.J. Walker attempted in six and uh, attempted what 16 passes of all 16 of them a grand total of five of them were beyond the line of scrimmage a grand total of one of those five was completed and it was completed for a grand total of a single yard 
I understand if you are a wide receiver and you expect to be able to contribute and your starting quarterback throws the ball 16 times, five of them be on the line, one of them complete for a single yard, yeah, you're going to be frustrated. I get it. I understand frustration on the job. Lonzo and I are frustrated on the job many, many times. But you know what doesn't happen? We don't just shut it down, disappear into the office, sit down by our computer monitors, and not talk to anybody to fix it. Heck, last Friday, Lonzo and I had a disagreement about this podcast and about something that needed to get done. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. And what did we do? We sat our happy behinds right here in these chairs, and we went, how do we figure this out? How do we move past this so that we can contribute to the discussion in a meaningful way? And it took us about 30 minutes, and we figured it the heck out, and we moved on, right? That's what you do in a professional setting. Dude, if you don't want to be here, that is fine. I got to tell you right now, I'm even okay if Robbie Anderson comes out and says I don't want to be here because I'll tell you his value right now. If we decide to put Robbie Anderson on the trade block, dude, if we get a mid-round pick for this guy, I'll be thrilled. If we get a fourth, fifth round pick for this guy, I will be stunned. I will be happy and pleasantly surprised. Reality, I'm looking at a sixth, maybe a seventh round pick for this guy. That's where he is, and this didn't help him. It didn't help us, right? If you're a contender, if you're a Buffalo, if you're an L.A., if you're a Green Bay, and you're going, you know, we we need a number two wide receiver. We need another guy we can send out there and trust to run the right route and be consistent with his hands. Robbie Anderson is not attractive to you right now after what happened on the sideline. Bro, if you don't want to be here, don't be here. Let's just get a six for this guy and move him in the draft next year. We need to bolster that. That's why I believe, and I'll say this, and we'll talk about this coming up in the next segment. That is why I believe that CMCS no mas for the Carolina Panthers within the next three or four weeks. We will trade CMC because the picks he is worth are worth more than he is when the rebuild is going to take the rest of this season and maybe next, depending on the coaching hire, Robbie. What you said, what you did, how you acted yesterday makes you about a sixth round pick value. And frankly, I think I outvalue the pick. Yeah, that's the thing. He hurt himself more than he hurt anybody else. I mean, it makes the team look bad, but the team's only had one victory. You can't look a whole lot worse than that. But you make yourself. Oh, don't tempt us. You make yourself look really bad because basically, right now, you know, if the rumors are that true, any of them are true, that uh, that the Panthers are shopping people around, well, then this is basically a job interview because you know that you might actually be somewhere in the realm of being as good as you think you are. And if you are, then you're going to be one of those pieces that's going to get moved. You need to be me more valuable than what you're making yourself out to be because if the Panthers go, okay, you're only willing to give us this for him, 
well, we'll just deal with the headache of keeping him. So if you really want out of there, you go out there, you play your butt off, and then you got a better shot of leaving. The other problem, and this is going to be a problem when these discussions ramp up, and I expect that they will be ramping up in the next few weeks. The other problem that you have is that we got a lot of dead cap money tied up in Robbie Anderson right now, like twenty million over or ten or twenty million over the next two years. I forget the number off the top of my head, but it's a lot of dead cap money that we will have to eat against the cap, even if we trade Robbie Anderson. And I, I, I get that, I understand that, right? Like somebody else is going to pick up like a half million dollar salary for this year for Robbie Anderson. And there's going to be a lot of dead money on us. And I get that. But here's the thing. The dead money is irrelevant if you're getting dead effort out of the guy, right? The dead money is irrelevant if Robbie Anderson is not going to do anything. I would rather have the dead cap money and a pick that we maybe can turn into something than have a guy that's going to loaf out there and get into fights with his position coach, get into fights with his head coach, and gets kicked off the team. Now... All of that being said, I said this a minute ago, I'm going to say it again. I understand the frustration from Robbie Anderson. What I don't agree with, except, is the reaction to it. I get it. I get it. This is, I mean. Yeah, there ain't nobody on this team happy happy, with the situation. Correct. Correct. So you need to look around. These are your guys. This should be your family, your coworkers. Why are you saying you're better than them as far as you're saying your reaction is warranted when no one else is doing that but you? If there is anybody on this team that I think deserved to be throwing helmets around, to be ticked off, it's DJ Moore, right? Three catches, seven yards. One of one of those three catches were for five yards. If anybody would have the right to do that, 100% I think it would be uh, DJ Moore. It's got to be. I would have no, I would get it. Frustration's real, but you don't see CMC, a guy going for 89 receiving yards and 69 rushing yards doing that. You don't see Ian Thomas, who had a really good touchdown earlier in the year and hasn't been utilized in the red zone since then doing this. You don't see uh, Dante Foreman slinging his helmet around because he's getting five carries and very rarely being used for the reason he was brought to Charlotte. You don't see anybody else doing what Robbie Anderson's doing right now. I understand being upset by the way this offense is producing. As Lonzo just very accurately pointed out, you know who is else you know who else is upset about the offense working the way it's working? Freaking everybody. Every other teammate that you have, every coach on the sideline, every fan in the stands, everybody is upset about this offense. Now, that leads to another question that we're going to talk about here in just a second. And that question is, is Ben McAdoo tank commanding, right? Is, is, he, is he genuinely hamstringing the offense to eat a couple more L's and get the first round first overall pick, which is by the way, as of today, where we would pick in the draft if it happened today, or is just, is this just the best the dudes got? And we'll address that coming up in the next segment. But in a game where I wanted to see all my expectations were, I want to see who's putting up a fight, who wants to be here, Who wants to be on this team when it takes the next step next year, regardless of who the head coach is, and who don't want to be here no more? And Robbie Robbie Anderson answered that question for us very loudly. Very loudly. 